Today is Friday, September 23rd, and you're listening to the Morning Announcements presented by Betches Media. I'm your host, Sammy Sage, and the Morning Announcements is your daily five-minute breakdown of the headlines that isn't afraid to take a side and roast the most consequential reality show there is, our government. Today's episode is brought to you by Best Fiends. Best Fiends is a free-to-download mobile puzzle game with thousands of exciting levels for new adventures and challenges every time you play. We are so close to the weekend. Let's first get Trump's lawsuits out of the way. In the Mar-a-Lago document review, the DOJ has been granted an appeal of a part of Judge Cannon's order, which had said that they cannot continue to review the 100 classified documents that they seized. Now the DOJ has gotten back full access to the classified documents and can use them for their criminal investigation and national security review. Following the court's ruling, Special Master Raymond Deary has separately ordered Trump's lawyers to back up Trump's claims on the record that the FBI lied about seized documents or took documents that were not actually in Trump's possession. However, that might work. This is the first time that Trump's lawyers have been asked whether they personally believe or deny Trump's claims in court. Like a very high stakes truth or dare. Next, we have sort of a pre-lawsuit forecast. First, some context. In May, a law was passed in New York which gives adult sexual assault victims a one-year window to file civil lawsuits, even if the statutes of limitations have long expired. So you may be able to guess where this is going. Writer E. Jean Carroll, who has long maintained that Trump sexually assaulted her in a dressing room in Bergdorf's in the 90s, intends to file against Trump again, after her prior case had been sidelined by the DOJ. Possible accountability for Trump's alleged lawsuits may be the best part of the recent 90s comeback. On the insurrection beat, Supreme Court Justice Clarence Thomas's wife, Ginny Thomas, has come to an agreement with the January 6th House Committee to voluntarily testify in the coming weeks. Members of the committee are interested in interviewing her about the numerous text messages, in some cases even double and triple texts, embarrassing, that she had sent to Trump's chief of staff, Mark Meadows, during the insurrection, as well as her emails to Republican officials in Arizona and Wisconsin, all as part of her efforts to overturn the election. Hopefully we'll see at the next hearing on September 28th, unless they pull a Bravo and give us another to be continued. In terms of what's happening to make it less likely for us to have another 2020 situation in the future, the House of Representatives voted to pass the Presidential Election Reform Act. The legislation reforms the original Electoral Count Act of 1887 and affirms that the vice president has no actual power to choose the president when they oversee the counting process. So they're just like a King Charles of counting. It also expands the threshold necessary for members of Congress to object to a state's results and limits the ability of governors and state legislatures to change election rules after the results. Only nine Republicans in the House voted in favor of this, all of whom are retiring or lost their re-election, while 96% voted against it. In the Senate, Susan Collins and Joe Manchin have introduced two similar pieces of legislation, the Electoral Count Reform Act and the Presidential Transition Improvement Act, which have garnered 10 Democrat and 10 Republican co-sponsors, making them likely to pass the filibuster. I gotta say, all this sounds great, but I wonder if anyone has considered that it would be easier to not involve these numerous steps where the vote can be corrupted and just like, hear me out, one person, one vote each. Then you just like add them up without any government overreach. And if you want, you can keep that cheesy accidental rhyme for a campaign poster. 
of a perfect segue into our next story, which is what happens when a small religious minority is in charge. Anti-government protests have exploded this week across dozens of cities in Iran, all initially sparked by the death of a woman named Masa Amini, a 22-year-old who died in police custody after being arrested for violating a morality law that requires girls and women to wear headscarves and baggy robes after puberty. Iranian security forces claim that Amini died of heart failure after collapsing during a lesson on hijab rules. But her family disputes this, given her good health and the fact that her brother was outside the detention center after her arrest. And a witness coming out of the building told him that security forces had killed a young woman inside. So the Iranian people are rightfully big mad, resulting in one of the largest protests in years, with many people calling for the end of the Islamic Republic. At least 17 protesters have been killed and internet and cell service have been blocked, as well as access to Instagram. And finally, we're ending on what passes today for a positive note. A strict ban on most abortions in Indiana has been struck down after being in effect for just a week, after an Indiana judge ruled that the law unconstitutionally burdens people's right to bodily autonomy by making it contingent upon first experiencing extreme sexual violence or significant loss of physical health or death. This decision restores the right to an abortion in Indiana while the case continues through the court system. Take your time on this one, like a few Supreme Court justice lifespans. Thank you for listening to the morning announcements and thanks again to our partner, Best Fiends. Once you download Best Fiends, you can play anywhere, even without an internet connection, which is great if you're stuck without Wi-Fi. Go to the App Store or Google Play to download Best Fiends for free, spelled like friends without the R, Best Fiends. And one more quick thing before I go, if you're into this show, I am so excited to announce that we just launched our brand new subscription feature. It's called Extra Extra, and that is where I will be deep diving into topics that are either too complex or underreported to be covered here. There will be two new longer episodes every month for $4.99, around a half hour, and you will also get access to our private Geneva channel to talk about these scandalous and unique stories with people who are just as interested in them as you are. You can find Extra Extra on Apple Podcasts or Spotify in the morning announcements feed. And right now you can sign up for a free trial to try it out. I am so excited to hear your feedback and what you want me to investigate next. Until next week, I'm Sammy Sage, and now you know what the fuck is going on. <laughs>